So how do y'all feel about your attempt at reading the archways? I don't know. I'm doing pretty good so far. Yeah. Great about uh, that. Do not like the crazy monster thing. Mm -mm. (laughs) I will have nightmares in a good way, but I will have nightmares. Good nightmares. (laughs) Uh, Tell tell me more about that. (laughs) Positive nightmares. I guess if you conquer them. Yeah. I mean, I look at nightmares as more of like things that I need to focus on and work on or like problem solving. Yeah, I think you guys handled it pretty good. At least I was grateful that your first reaction to overcoming it wasn't, we're just going to go kill them all. Let's violence. Incredible up. violence. <laughs> Walk up, gun to the man's head, fire. <laughs> However, while you were able to get the readings, you're still going to have to get away. Patient record, 12-A9, name redacted, continued. At this point, the patient opened their mouth, and grasping the corners of the lip with two crooked fingers on each side, began to pull it even wider until it stretched impossibly, inhumanly open. For a moment, I thought I saw something dark and glistening, curled behind the cage of ivory. But when I blinked, it was gone, and my attention was fully taken by the patient's teeth. The entire inside of the patient's oral cavity was lined with flat, gleaming molars. It immediately suggested certain geodetic rocks that, when split in half, are found to house a concavity completely lined with sharp, crystalline structures. These, however, were inside the mouth of a, to call all surfaces appearances, human patient, and were softly pulsating in and out like a carpet of fungal cilia. Welcome to Ashen Snow. So, today has honestly started as a wash, and it's kind of not gotten that much better with horrible dreams, and uh, honestly, it just kind of looks like our best bet for the Arches was to just go for it, cause a distraction, and uh, it seems I was able to get in there, no problem, luckily. Our group definitely needs a little bit more work on the distraction part. Just, you know, I'm sure they'll get better over time. But we have our readings. And we need to get the hell out of here. So you all are currently being pursued by the Oak Stewards. Uh, Though only one has gotten a really good look at your face, everyone knows that something is up. As both the alarm was continuing to sound and there was a very loud gunshot earlier. 
in order to get away, you are going to have to pass a series of obstacles within the city. In order to successfully get away, you'll need to beat three out of five of these obstacles. Each one will require four points in order to successfully beat it. How you're going to overcome them is going to be up to you, though. Your first obstacle, as you are all running away, is that you encounter a section where they are repaving the roads with a kind of concrete. It is very deep and is covering the entirety of the roadway to get past. How are you going to get through it? So for chase rules, each of you has the opportunity to make a single skill roll. If you pass it, you'll get one chase point. If you critically succeed, you'll get two. If you fail the DC, however, you will lose a chase point towards your success. You will, however, always make progress. You might just be a little bit slow on making your way away from the Oak Stewards. So we'll go through each of you, tell me what you want to do, and then we'll make those rolls. So Mia. Mia is going to take just a, a small moment to look and to see if there's a way that she can gently just hop up onto the roof and she's going to run around, run along the rooftops. Okay. Freya, what are you doing? I think I will be doing something very similar to Mia of jumping up and maybe not moving along the roof, but trying to keep off of the ground. Okay. Varen? Probably just gonna try to jump his way between a couple of points where, like, they're still pouring things or it looks a bit more solid, uh, having already been placed or dried. Try something with acrobatics, perhaps. Okay. And Chris? Yeah. Ben? Ben, probably taking the same methods as his companions, will attempt to climb on a building and just use the building as leverage to make it through this weird concrete technology that he is probably unaware of but seeing his party avoid it he will also choose to avoid it okay so mia freya and chris i'll have you make acrobatics checks Varen, just to do a full-on jump i'll need athletics oh the acrobatics is plus three the athletics is zero so uh that's a six well uh, i'll try to go for the acrobatics route but <laughs> That is a 24 okay. for Freya. I was trying to go for the athletics route. <laughs> we got 15. Mixed. Again. <laughs> nice. All right. Mia, you are able to uh, jump onto the top of one of the roofs and scurry across, earning you one chase point. Oh, she looks uh, so smug. Varen, you are trying to just leap your way over and unfortunately fall flat into the concrete. Then you are able to follow Mia shortly after, while Freya, you not only get onto one of the rooftops, but are able to grab Varen's coat and drag him along. Vin earning one chase point and Freya earning two. So you have successfully passed your first obstacle. And hey, Varen, now you have a fun new disguise. <laughs> yes, it's gray instead of the white on the bandana. Thankfully, none of it got in my mouth. As you continue to run through this new city, you encounter a bunch of twisting alleyways. How are you going to get across? Let's start this time with Vin. 
twisting alleyways. Vin doesn't have any want to do anything with that. He's just going to climb up and take a roof roof approach. Okay, Varen. Varen's gonna try not so much to like find a way through here, but make it look like we are going a different way than the way we were. Gonna try to like deceive people into thinking, oh, they went through that alley, not the one we chose to go through. Okay, Freya. I would like to take advantage of some of the twisting alleyways to break line of sight and get away from, uh, put some more distance between me and the pursuers. Okay. And Mia. Mia is going to get on, like, the very, very top of the roofs because something that she learned from the village is no one ever looks at the roofs. Okay. As Mia and... Vin, you climb onto the rooftops. Give me athletics. Varen, you can give me either deception or thievery as you attempt to cover your tracks. Freya, give me a perception check as you try to find a good route to get yourselves out of view. I'm going to spend... Uh... That's a 25 on deception. No, I won't. That is a 16... 22 for Vin. Mia's you covered for me once, Freya. I'll cover for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mia and Vin, you are able to climb up onto the rooftops and find a much easier path uh, along the uh, roofs of the buildings rather than going through the alleyway. Varen, you find a couple of barrels and are able to essentially form a little blockade between yourself and the pursuing guards. Freya, you are lost in this maze of alleyways, bringing it to minus one chase points, whereas Varen, you got a critical success, and Mia and Vin, you both got regular successes. So unfortunately, that will be one failure for the obstacles, but you are still able to try to get through the rest of the city. The next thing that you come across is a fork in the road. With this being an unfamiliar city, you're not entirely sure which way to go. How are you going to find the right path? Let's start this time with Freya. I would like to sort of take a look around. Uh, are there other, if there are other people on the street, do they seem to be heading one way or another? Okay. Mia, what are you doing? Just slowly trucking along on, on the rooftops just as best she can. Just taking her time and heading in the direction that she believes is out of the city. Okay. She doesn't know if she's going the right way, but she's going. Then what are you doing? I'm going to accost a poor, poor soul. How do I get out of here? And Varen. Varen's going to do similar, but a lot less of the aggressive route. Just sort of find someone that's going about the business. Uh, sorry, uh, could you direct me just to direction of wherever we're trying to vaguely head out towards? Okay. So, Freya, go ahead and give me a survival check to see if you can figure out the way that people are leaving. Mia, give me perception as you try to find your way across the rooftops to one of the gates. Vin, you can give me intimidation as you accost a stranger. And Varen, you can give me diplomacy as you try to ask nicely for directions. I was going to see if I could use scouting lore for that. 
I will give you that, yes. Yeah. Because it's a little bit better than just my survival. <laughs> 15 total. Eight on the die. Uh, that is a 17 for me. Okay. Vin rolled an eight. And Mia? Oh, I see everything. Wow. <laughs> Special fox eyes. Those eyes are working real well right now. <laughs> the blind one can see. Yes. I can see. I can flee. Mia, being so high up, even though your vision is still clouded, you are able to see one particular dark line that is much straighter and seems to go towards the much larger green horizon. She just big steppies uh, her way over, like, boop doop boop 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 Varen, you are so nice and cordial. Someone is very happy to give you directions. And Freya, you see that there is particularly dense crowd coming from one certain direction, which would seem to indicate coming from the outside. Meanwhile, Vin, you do not critically fail, but a person is just like, whoa, back off, buddy. Sorry. And that is able to get you four chase points with two successes from Mia, one from Varen, and one from Freya combined. So that is one other successful obstacle passed. It's my turn to crit and Mia's turn to fail. So far, Don't say that! That's just rude! <laughs> Although I do want you to crit. I just don't want to fail. <laughs> Your next obstacle is a blocked pathway. Though uh, this is a very busy thoroughfare, there are a lot of crates, a lot of baskets, various other things that are going to slow down your progress unless you're able to find a expeditious way to get through. So this time we'll start with Varen. What are you trying to do to get across? Varen's just going to full bore try to bowl through these things and just like crush them out of the way, bring his sword out from the hilt at its side and just full attack straight through them. All right, Freya. I am going to just attempt to go over them. Mia? Have I run out of roofs yet? I will need you to get down from the roofs and try something else. Don't. Just imagine, like, the building stop and she's like, aw. Okay. And she just politely hops down from the roof on top of the barrel and then hops down and then it just ends up on the other side of the barrel roll. Okay. And then... Jumping sounds fun. We haven't jumped yet. I'm going to take my pole arm and I'm going to use it as like a vaulting pole to just try to jump over it. Okay. Varen, Freya, and Mia, you can all make me acrobatics checks to try to get through it. Uh, Vin, you can give me athletics to jump across. Vin rolled a 26. Ooh, there you go. That's a nat one on my end. I got a 19. Every time. I got a 21 <laughs> on my you, end. You just had to say someone would fail, didn't you, Ben? <laughs> my bad. Christmas. Mia and Freya, you are able to get through the obstacles in the roadway pretty well. Mia, you are just ducking and dodging through wheels and legs. And Freya, you are doing your best to try to not make contact with the many people going around with barrels and kinds of merchandise. Vin, you make an incredible jump 
over the entire blocked roadway. However, Varen, you try to bust through the entire thing and end up hitting just about every single person within a straight line that you possibly can, getting a lot of sour looks and a lot of attention. So that is two normal successes and one critical success as well as one critical failure leading to three successes total. So unfortunately, that will be one more failed section. Now you do still have one last space to get a success to escape the city guards. This is the one that matters. You finally find the edge of the city and the portcullis is closing. There is only seconds before you will be trapped on the other side. What are you going to do to get through? We will start this time with Mia. Is Finn anywhere near me? Like near Mia at the moment? Hi. You are all kind of together. Okay. Finn, toss me. That's tossing. (laughs) No questions asked. All right. Vin, what are you doing? Besides tossing. Besides tossing. (laughs) I feel like any idea I had is superseded by by that. Mia is going to be putting the pressure of her success onto you for the toss. But you still have to get out as well. Do I see who is closing the gate or the mechanism that's closing the gate? There are people above the portcullis, you know, with a crank. Is there a way up? to this lever bully mechanism. You would be able to perhaps climb the portcullis and get to the top. My goal is to climb and to push them down over the wall, probably. Cinematically, I feel like that's cool. Climbing up and just pushing them. Varen, what are you doing? Varen's going to try to sort of both help Vin out and stop these guys from closing the gate simultaneously just by leveling his gun up and trying to fire, not hit them, but, like, intentionally shoot over them so that they have to duck down and stop what they're doing, or at least hold onto the thing while they duck down away. Okay. And Freya? I was trying to think. Could I... I was like, could I use... I want to use magic in some way to use, like, produce flame to attack, like, the chains of the portcullis, but I'm like, they're probably a little bit too thick for that. My other idea was to run and then attempt to dimensional assault with my target being the bridge itself to like stick my like my sword or dagger in there and just kind of climb, like get halfway up it and then just kind of like try to climb it. Okay, that also works. So for yours, you are able to get an automatic success since there is no DC required as you teleport yourself to the other side of the portcullis. Then I will need you to first make an athletics check to throw Mia across the threshold of the portcullis. And then I will need you to make another athletics check to climb. A lot. A lot of work here. Varen, you have one intimidation roll to make to try to get the guards to fear for their life and duck for uh, from your bullet. Go ahead and make those rolls. That is a 25, 18 on the die, plus 7. I I rolled an 18 to throw Mia, and I uh, rolled a 23 to climb. 
getting a plus two from having a tail. Okay, then you are able to grab Mia, tossing her through the portcullis threshold like a dart. Everyone sees this fox just go, whew! And Freya, you are already across the threshold with your dimensional assault and are able to catch Mia pretty handily. Then you then start to climb up the portcullis as it is closing, as Varen takes a shot at one of the guards who ducks and doesn't see Vin climbing up as Vin is able to use one of his monkey feet to click the lock to the portcullis just as it's starting to close and then jump over the other side. And Varen, you're able to slide underneath the portcullis all of you successfully making it through the city and making a clean, if not loud, getaway. Just kind of panning as he's running. Quiet exit would have been preferred, but well, you know how these things go, unfortunately. No, no, I don't. I really don't. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I have my reading and I really wish that the person we were working for would have told us what purple means. Now, to be fair, we'll find that out as soon as we meet up with her. Yeah. You are able to make your rest of the way towards where Fionara said she was going to meet you with relative ease. You then see her, and uh, she waves and greets you. As you hand her the device, she looks at it and points gleefully where one of the bulbs is shining that brilliant purple. Just as I suspected illusion magic. She then points to a different unlit bulb. Not a trace of conjuration. Those arches are as fake as a Kelpie smile. Clapping your hands with glee. She then settles back into a chair that she had. So, a deal's a deal. Here's what I know. The real seven arches are hidden somewhere south in the Wildwood, which is why the Oak Stewards restrict travel there. They also post guards. On the night of your missing moment, all seven of the guards at the Seven Arches stepped through the portal just as you did, but only one of them returned, a self-righteous oak steward named Bolin. When you got back, Bolin was a changed man and not in a good way. After the High Council chewed him out for shirking his post, he stole an important oak steward artifact and hid out in the Wildwood along some of the other malcontents. From there, he's been sending cronies to the city to harass the citizens, undermine the Oak Steward's authority, and recruit other discontented druids to his cause. His ultimate aim, as far as I can tell, is a full-on coup. I don't know what happened to this bowling character when he went through the arch, but whatever he knows, I figure you'll want to know it too. I don't think he... I don't think he's going to be one to just sit down drink some tea, have a nice chat. I think that would be safe to say he's dangerously antisocial and has restricted access to the Wildwood. Well, I guess, uh, would, do you think that, um, Seven Arches would appreciate us dealing with him? I expect so, but if you're going to want more information on Bolin, you're going to need to talk to the other Oak Stewards. Well, that'd be difficult, giving our rather loud exit. There's one individual I can think of by name that may be willing to work with us, but... We might want to give it a day or so to settle down. Hmm. 
I'm glad that you were able to make that initial contact. I happen to know one in the city named Lemma Feldthorn. That would be exactly who I'm bringing up. <sighs> Excellent. She's not as, how shall we say, enthusiastic as the other druids. Very much on the level, if you know what I mean. Though she is still very committed to her cause. But I think if I think if you were to mention that you know that the Seven Arches are fake, that she would be able to release her guys. But she is going to maintain it until she knows that the jig is up. Uh, she's not very forward about the Fey issue they've been having with the Borga, but suppose if we have an inn, that will make things certainly easier. Uh, do you know a place we might be able to find her that's not within several feet of Vinehold? I think that can be arranged. Do you know the tannery? I think we know that it's in town. I don't know if we've been there yet. <laughs> bit well, far this... away from where we were staying. The Seven Sisters Tannery is well outside of the Vine Wall. I think I can arrange a meeting with you there. That would be safer. Less guards out there, I would assume. Indeed. Didn't expect that taking a simple reading would cause so much hubbub, but that's why I recruited you all and tried to avoid doing it myself. Yeah, it's not like they let you walk up to the thing and scan it with strange devices. I didn't want anyone going near it. She looks at you, Freya, and breathes a little sigh of relief. And seems now I can also confirm that the curse is lifted. You don't appear to be shriveling or unconscious or dead. But my dreams. We'll fill out a proper report with the Professor for hazard pay for a research study. We're getting paid. We better be getting paid. I was doing this pro bono. What's money? Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> I left my favorite shirt at the inn. I don't think I can get that back. Eh, we can find a way around there. Just, well, you're very recognizable. Fionara is able to get a message to Lima, and you're able to meet her at the tannery. It's quickly becoming dark, so the cover of dusk is able to give you a little bit more obscurity as people are heading home from their daily duties. Lima looks surprised to see you all again, or at least Varen and Mia, and says, What the hell were you doing? I didn't do nothing. Well, you weren't keen to help us in the first place, so we found our own way about things. I went for a run. Well, Fionara tells me that you know... The seven arches are fake. Yes. From her understanding, illusory magic. You have to understand, I didn't want to deceive you all. It's it's political, as these things so often are. See, the, the curse has been the only thing that has kept, frankly, a war from breaking out. If it was known that the Obnubilate curse was lifted, well... Kionin might want to start a conflict. They have been wanting to reclaim part of these lands, and the curse is all that has kept them out. It's caused a strained relationship between them and Seven Arches, and so we've had to maintain that guise. But once the actual 
curse was lifted after that missing moment, we knew that we had to do whatever we could to try to keep the guys going for as long as possible. Well, there is an unfortunate factor in that. It's that if they do find out, this is the River Kingdoms. There's nothing stopping them from coming here politically. No. And you see my dilemma. Look, it, I, we won't, we just want to figure out what's happening. I, I don't particularly want to ruin things for you. Um, I'm more than happy to keep my mouth shut about the curse. The big thing, though, that I'm worried about is the rebellion that's on hand within the Oak Stewards. I believe that Fionara told you of Bullet. Yes, we were informed. A degree enough that he's a factor in things. He was always a particularly zealous one of the Oak Stewards. Had a very firm belief to respect nature over the needs of society. If it was cause between someone freezing to death in their home, if they didn't chop down firewood, or leaving a forest standing, he would opt for the family freezing. Now, the Oak Stewards do try to maintain a balance between nature and society, but we do treasure our citizens and work to protect them. Bolin would have had it the other way. But after the missing moment, something changed. He didn't just shout his views or have an opinion. Rather, he put that opinion into action. He came back with some new kind of abilities that gave other Oak Stewards who had the same views as him the courage to break off from the main convent. What kind of abilities? Strange ones. He was able to do things with his mind, convince people, move objects, break things, powers that he had never had before, and were well outside of his skill of magic. I know this because he used his powers to steal something of great importance to us. The Shade Wither Key. It's the cause of the curse, or at least the original carrier of it. A bit dangerous to have in our possession if we were to gather it uh, with Freya and all. Well, the key was what carried the curse, but after the missing moment, it stopped. We'd been able to spread the lie that it was the arches that caused the curse. But this key is something far too dangerous for us to have moved or left out into the world, and none of us were able to destroy it. His taking the key, whether it still is active with the curse or not, is troublesome. I have a question. And it might not have anything to do with anything, but okay. I don't know if they believe me. But the other night I saw this really creepy monster thing and it and it made this like big creepy smiley face and I like ah like this and it's really weird and scary and I don't know if that has to do with anything but the it seems a little coincidental. It's an oddly specific description. I saw it, like, in front of me. And I can't see very well. Then I think that you have seen a, what I thought was just a figment. Something of a legend that we have had around here for quite a long time. This 
eerie slender figure roaming around the wildwood. It's been called the Thin Man. Can I roll any kind of check to see if I've heard of this? Sure. If I've read a book written by any kind of Pathfinder about a, uh, a Mr. Thin Man. Sure. I can toss an esoteric lore on there, just randomly having heard a similar story about a similar figure somewhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, something awful, probably. Would that be a society or an arcana or whatever? Society for the legend. Would you call him a slender man? He's quite slender, yes. <laughs> Very slender. <laughs> okay, I got a 25. You have heard many of the same tales, but there are very conflicting accounts. There are people who say he is 25 feet high. There are those who say that he just transports in and out of houses. People who say that they see him in public view and no one else pays attention to him. The stories only have one similarity, which is that it always comes out of the dark. That's, that tracks. Yep. Tracks. Listen, if you will help me with Bolin, I think that we can work together. I think that we can find a way to let the trouble with the Oak Steward slide and... Mm appreciated yes see if there is something deeper going on this creature bolin that moment something weird is going on and i think you all can help me figure out what that is have you uh seen him since that moment me no no and i'm no, really no, glad no. um what's the name bo bo bowling by bayou bowling bo bo bomo have you have you seen him since the missing moment, I haven't seen him, but I know where he is. Did they did they mention any mark on him? Stay around the neck area. Yes, he was one of those afflicted. Do you do you know the descriptor of the mark? It's like the ones you all bear. I don't have a mark. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's not hiding the mark on his fur. Might be easier to. Hide that fin if you put the head down rather than having it, you know, upwards. My head's on fire. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just the aesthetics of your hair, but my apologies. <laughs> Bolin and his small rebellion are housed in the Wildwood, which I hope you don't run into the Thin Man there. There's a small outpost that we established with some allied fae called the Green Leaf Forest House. I believe that's where you'll find him. Do you have directions to this, or are we just expected to wander around the woods until we run into it? She tells you the location and is able to show you on a map. It'll be about a two-day journey over 50 miles to get there. That's so far. Can't you guys pick a closer location for your rebellion? Well, you'll have to ask him when we get there. Uh, Take your anger out on them when we get there. There and carry me. I don't have the strength for that. You are very heavy. I trust fall. That ten strength. Mia tries average. so hard to save you. <laughs> tries to catch you, but depends on how, you, how heavy uh, Ben here is. If it helps, here's 15 gold. With the rest to be paid... Upon your successful return, you'll get another 50. Is this enough to rent a horse? 
what you do is going to be up to you. Well, you said there were allied fey of sorts with this individual. Uh, wouldn't happen to know of anywhere in town that I can get my hands on cold iron, would you? Man, this should be a really good idea. The silver and cold is our local blacksmith. Oh, best bet, uh, provided I can pass through the wall without being arrested, of course. Yeah, how do yes. we deal with that? Do we get, like, a note from you saying that we did it on your order? Because that would be kind of swell. <laughs> There's little I'm going to be able to offer you in the way of protection until I can give solid proof to the rest of the Oak Stewards of your good intentions. I'm afraid everything right now is speculation. Well, simple enough. I can take the hat off and replace the bandana with something else. Yes, we can all be very discreet when we need to be. Oh? Huh? Uh, most of us can be very to like when we need to be. Two of us can be very discreet when we need to be. It's a town of druids, Maya. Just simply turn into your fox and wander through the gate. They won't stop you. Be harming an animal. Actually, I, it would probably be easier to get around as a human. She like poofs and is now just sitting there as a human. They did see your fox form. They did not see your human form. What about me? One guard. How, how do I but, get in? Uh, hat. Maybe. Get you a 10-gallon hat. I'm, I'm still a monkey, whether I wear a hat or not. I a Disguise kit can only do so much. I could make you look like another Venarin, but uh, another race is sort of outside my wheelhouse. I'll wait outside. Anything you want us to see if we can pick up for you? or A pastry? Whatever you do, make sure that you hurry. I don't think that there's much more time until Bolin does whatever he's intending to do. Yeah, we're gonna... We'll get what we need and head out right away. Will the adventurers stop Bolin in time? Will they be able to get the Oak Stewards back on their side? Will they find out what the Thin Man had in his interest with Mia? Find out next time on Ash and Snow. Ash and Snow uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Ash and Snow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo's Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Ash and Snow is published through Skullstone Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.